0: Everybody says they want to grow membership. Well, you have to have different things for different types of members. If members have Mm -hmm. different types of, Uh, needs out of a chamber. Welcome to
1: High Trust Professionals Podcast, where we interview real estate agents, community leaders, business owners, and entrepreneurs from across the country. Hear what it takes to build trust, be a respected leader, be productive, and win your day. Sit back and relax as we dive into another episode of High Trust Professionals Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of high trust professionals podcast i'm your host lynette erasmith and with me today i'm so excited we have the president of the sarpy county chamber of commerce karen gibler hello everyone welcome thank you it's great to be here thanks for taking your time to be here yes so the first thing i want to start with is i love i guess i'd call it the tag, your tagline your unwavering advocate. Thank you. Yes. We that, you know, as I was, which of course I'm a Sarpy County Chamber member, everyone needs to know that. And and as I was poking around the website, to go, you know, what am I missing? Or what do I wanna make sure we touch on? I thought, oh my, that's something that needs to be noticed. Unwavering advocate. Yes. And so I think that's awesome. Tell us your story. Because I mean, it's not like it was just yesterday when you became the president of the chamber?
0: Yes, it feels like it was just yesterday, That's but it. then when you look at the calendar, you're like, oh, I'm hitting my 12th year coming yes. up. And so, yeah, it's uh, it's been a, a great journey. Mm-hmm. It's been uh, fun to see the organization grow. I kind of fell into the role. I had gotten married and we had five children. And so I decided to stay home for four years and my predecessor had um asked me to come to work for her and I said ah you know I'm kind of liking this not working thing right
1: okay wait a minute having five children at home
0: is not not working well yeah (laughs) at this point they were all kind of in school okay so uh that's very true (laughs) and uh we used to go walking every morning together and so finally after about nine months she talked me into starting part-time and my uh, job title was director of first impressions yeah i was basically the receptionist yeah long story short uh, she had left uh, fairly um, soon after that and the board of directors had asked me to step up as the interim i said sure you know i was figuring a couple months till i hired somebody and uh they really encouraged me for four months to consider taking the position and i prayed on it and i said yes and that was like you said almost 12 years ago yeah yeah it's been a long time um when you think of it that way but you know we keep so busy time really flies by so it's been it's been a wonderful journey
1: Oh yeah. And we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, 12 years, yes, it goes by in the blink of an eye, but the
0: change that comes with that time is big. Well, and I think that's why it feels like it's been such a short amount of time is because we're constantly adding and Mm -hmm. adapting. So we're not ever stagnant. Even during COVID, we never stopped. We never slowed down. And, that makes it seem like Mm -hmm. you're moving along quickly Mm so
1: so so in that 12 and and congratulations because that says a lot i mean that says a lot for you to start as the director of first impressions yeah step in you know (laughs) they saw something in you yeah uh which is amazing so what would you say is the biggest challenge you've seen just during the time that you've been there
0: uh well, so i I do I'm gonna backtrack a little bit. I come from um, a family. My parents were small business owners, and I grew up in the household of the you know the challenges and the successes and then the hard work and um, my mom taught me how to run the books within the company when I was like in high school. so I had a lot of experience in business and I did have a really great career before I decided to stay at home where I had a lot of uh, professional interaction. And mm-hmm. so um, when I um, took over the chamber, the first thing I wanted to make sure was all the books were in order and accounting. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure we were running our organization as a business, just not a social club. Part of that is chambers all have networking events, but one of mm-hmm. there was a couple of things that I felt like we could really enhance on. And number one was, Education for businesses. We didn't do a really good job of having um, very structured categories of educational and continual growth within those. We had our leadership Serpy and we had some educational lunches, but we didn't have a new business education series. We didn't have you know, a sales series. Uh, we didn't have the series um, that uh, impact the professional business women. So there were some things that we could bring uh, to the table. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then um, the other thing is, is we didn't do very good in um, uh, supporting the nonprofits. Uh, And we created a nonprofit group where they can kind of collaborate together and help each other. And we wanted to bring awareness to our business community and support of those nonprofits, which helps both. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so those were really my first tasks. Everybody says they wanna grow membership. Well, you have to have different things for different types of members. If members have Mm. different types of uh, needs out of a chamber. And so kind of learning and um, asking those questions and developing those programs around it, and then continually doing that throughout the years is really listening to our community and that's kind of the unwavering advocate that comes in is that we're listening to you. We're wanting to know what you need and we're going to advocate to give you the tools and the resources that you need for your company.
1: And and we're actually going to dive into
0: some of those because that's
1: probably one of the things that I love most is the diversity that you bring to those offerings Mm -hmm. because one size does not fit all. Correct. And that's exactly what I just heard you say. So gosh, What a, what a big job though, Karen. I mean, you really, you come in. It's like, okay, now we kind of have to peel back the onion and say, okay, what do we have that's Mm -hmm. working? What do we need? Right. What needs to change? And so the one thing that you said that just, I'm just going to touch on because to me, it's so telling is it wasn't about grow, grow, grow the membership, right? It's yeah. like
0: serve, serve, serve. That's exactly. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, we have to the serve. Head. We have to serve. We have to serve yes. and how we serve and what we serve right. up. And then growth will come. Yes. Because of these offerings. And
0: that's exactly what we've seen happen. Yes. yes. It's a love great that. formula, a great recipe for our community. Mm-hmm. Well, and I say community, we rep you know, we have Serpy County Chamber of Commerce, but forty five percent of our businesses that are utilizing our um opportunities aren't even in sarpy county right perfect example yes right yeah we yeah. don't physically sit in sarpy right
1: but we see and saw the value of such you know fun fact i grew up in la vista nebraska which is in sarpy county for those of you that don't know right yes you know, yeah. some of our listeners and viewers might not know that um and back then we were, and I'm not going to tell you what year. I will tell you that when I graduated from high school, there was only one. Oh, you were a monarch. Yeah, I'm a monarch, and yeah. now there are two. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, there's just a special place in my heart in having, um, going back to whatever, for whatever reason, yeah. whether it's to meet the girls yeah. at Twisted Vine or yes. or a reunion. But the growth is unbelievable. I mean, it's just unbelievable. When I grew up there, I had to walk through a cornfield. To go visit
0: my friend well and that's not going to slow down it's it's, it's interesting because Sarpy county has the third largest population in the state it has the smallest land mass and we are only 40 percent developed oh and gosh. so with the new um, pipeline that they're going to be putting in for the sewer system you're going to see a continual growth mm-hmm. um, Despite what kind of economic numbers are saying, we are continuing to see that growth and mm-hmm. homes being built and businesses moving in. Um, so it's, it's going to continue to grow. Even, I mean, small landmass, but it's yes. a, it's a very, very um, you know, popular area mm-hmm. for many reasons to live and work yes. and play.
1: And play. Yeah. Yeah. You sound like a commercial. So, <laughs> so let's talk about membership growth. Yeah. And you know what? I did not I did not tee you up for this. I don't expect you to know exactly. But I'm curious, you know, let's go back even 10 years Okay. to what membership looked like compared to today. Yep. Talk to me about that growth, like a percentage or even a number.
0: Well, we have clearly doubled all the numbers where we were 10 years ago. Okay. Um, When it talks about when you're talking about revenue, when you're talking about number of businesses, the people that, well, when we're talking about events and attendance,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, those have more than doubled. Um, the amount of people that are participating in within their membership, those numbers are increasing. We went from about 100 events a year to 225 plus events a year. We went from about four or five groups to about 15 groups. And those are the services Mm -hmm. and the opportunities within the businesses. And so our partners, we had 18 partners and last year we had 66. And so with a lot more people being part of the chambers, we can continue to keep expenses down. So maybe the revenue doesn't actually equate to the members, but Mm -hmm. we look at it as it's your money And so we are trying to reinvest that money back in your business and and, um, not really trying to, um, you know, just make money. You know, we bought a building and the plan was, well, in 20 years, that building will be paid off. That will help keep our expenses down as as future growth and stuff. And so we've made some really good business decisions Mm -hmm. and the growth has been nice. I've always made sure that it was very planned and purposeful because mm-hmm. if you get 250 new members in a month and you don't have the staff to support that then you're really doomed to fail and so we wanted to make sure that as that growth growth happened we had the support in place to mm-hmm. make sure so it was very planned and very purposeful on on that journey so i want to touch on before
1: i do this i want to touch on kind of all the ways and places that someone can connect (laughs) share with our audience um just my experience as a member yeah and but back up just a minute partners yes talk to me about the partners like what does that look like
0: so we have um members that want to be a partner which gives them much more visibility Um, there's different tiers and you can buy um, each tier would have different marketing and different tickets to events and your membership included and based on what your budget is and the exposure that you want uh, will kind of determine where what partnership level you want um and so for example we have visionary partners and they get you know tickets to every single major event Mm -hmm. and sponsorship levels and they get a lot of marketing that's all included on it and it's discounted you know 30 35 percent if they they were to buy it all a cart correct Mm -hmm. yeah so Um, I'm guessing some of it's
1: magazines, some of it's the website that's where I see the partners. Yes.
0: Yes. And then in, and even like, you know, signage within our building and Mm -hmm. signage outside our building. And Mm. yeah, that's just, there's a whole menu of marketing opportunities. And with the 215 events, there's a lot of opportunity for them to get additional. Yeah.
1: Okay. I love that. I just want to make sure we touched on that. So, I mean, this is like, this is like, I don't know, alphabet soup. I mean, there's just so many things. <laughs> yeah. So for example, you know, just like in most organizations, you've got Coffee and Connections, and yes. you've got Business After Hours, and ribbon cuttings. I mean, those are kind of like the staples and the standards, right? Correct. I love, and you, you talked about it early on, how do you bring value? What do you do that's different where I might be able to plug into something that I wouldn't be able to experience anywhere else? Because let's be honest, there are so many people that belong to other chambers yeah. and or a group like a BNI or a Center Sphere or whatever you want to call it, Yep. right? So I love how you're so specific, and I'm going to just name a few. You've yeah. got your BUYS, B-U-Y-S program, beef up your sales. You've got your, um, your ambassador group. Oh, by the way, that ambassador group, i'm looking at the camera for those that are they looking, rock that are just they rock. Listening. they're amazing yeah i mean all of a sudden the front bell's ringing yeah and here comes someone from the sarpy chamber to say we appreciate you wow did you get cookies you remember? yes okay we got cookies yeah and even since that time your membership um, I mean, your team has reached out and said, you know what, Lynette, it's been a while since we sat down and visited yeah. and we had to sit down and we So Great. I love, love, love that. So Ambassador Group, you've got your um, your executive dialogue.
0: Yes, it's a best kept secret.
1: I'm, I'm really. Yeah. So talk about that a little bit, because I, I think there's a you know, when you're a leader, it, yeah. it's so hard, you, you know, because you can't be the Lone Ranger how do you surround yourself with other people that are leaders? They don't even have to be in your industry or they could be, who cares? But just you hey, tell me about that.
0: You really kind of um, gave a great segue into that group. An executive dialogue group is a group of business leaders. Um, ours are very industry specific because, um, well, the, the, I guess I'm going to backtrack here. So they meet once a month. Mm-hmm. You have to be a key decision maker, an owner, yeah. or, you know, so if you want to come in and you say, Oh, I want to add a new product line, but you're a business owner. You don't have a board of directors like I do. So when I come up with a brainstorm idea, or I'm thinking about growing the chamber in a particular you know, vein, um, I have them to bounce the ideas off. But like you said, when you're kind of a lone leader Mm -hmm. in your organization, you don't have that collaborative conversations. These people get together. They have um, a CPA, a commercial banker, an Mm -hmm. attorney. We have kind of those key seats are filled, which uh, we are constantly adding new groups. We have a couple of them. I think we're opening up our third one. And so we'll continue to look for those key roles. Mm -hmm. And then the business owners come in it's a complete closed door and you could come in and you can talk about your growth you can ask questions about oh i'm thinking about buying a building instead of running a building or you could have an hr concern yes or
1: that's where my mind went
0: yeah and so um, nothing leaves that mm-hmm. and so these people are all advocates for your business now it's not a platform for selling but i can't deny the fact that business will happen between those people. So of
1: course it does. Yeah, you know, you 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 have that trust factor.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. a great peer group opportunity. Most of those type of groups actually cost about three hundred dollars a month, and we charge like eighty five dollars a year, mm-hmm. and so um, and they appoint a leader for each one of the groups. Yeah. And so we have the chamber actually has one hundred ninety volunteers to help oh us gosh. kind of. You know, mm-hmm. streamline um, what the the staff themselves carry.
1: So. A great investment for sure. Yeah. You already touched on the nonprofit yep. collaboration, government affairs. Uh, you've got your modern professionals. Yeah, uh, which is great. I love those groups because they are um, robust and it's not industry specific. You can have yeah. great people in any industry. Who cares? Great. Right. You know, you're working together. Great energy. Great energy. But they volunteer. Yep. There's tips. Um, how about I've also attended, which was very fun, at Soaring Wings. Oh,
0: the women's group. The women's group.
1: Yeah. We optimize, mentor, elevate, and network. Yes. W o m e n. Yes. Which is so fun. So my point is, for those that are listening, viewing, there are so many ways and places to plug in, and it could be that you just want to swing by and have a cup of coffee. You can right. grab um, a little adult bevvy. You could have girl time. You can have leadership time. Yeah, it's endless. Um, and then let's not forget the leadership sarfi. Yes. Program. I want you to touch on that a little bit.
0: It's quite a golden child for um, leadership training. We have several businesses that send one to two applications uh, applicants in to apply for it. It's a nine months nine month course. Mm-hmm. It's one day a month. And our goal is to get you in front of other business leaders, give you some leadership training, um, teach you about government from the local, state level. Um, so for example, our first uh, full day in September, we stop off at each city and pick up the mayor, and we tour the city and you get one on-one time with the mayor. And well, that's kind of where we start off. But we also have a nonprofit day on how, you can get yourself your family your co-workers your company involved in supporting the community we think people forget within their own businesses that we work with people that are in need or may need resources and so exposing you to those resources and maybe finding something that you're very passionate about maybe getting on the board of directors or doing a coat drive just making sure that you're your organization is feeling whole mm-hmm. within yourself, happiness, fulfillment, and also having a great job in a great workplace. And that's really what Leadership survey is around. We do several legacy projects. Um, matter of fact, we're gonna do a ribbon cutting coming up here. One of the legacy projects from last year was a uh, nonverbal um, activity center for one of the parks out in Springfield. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah. So they have for like the autistic children and stuff or mm-hmm. people that uh, may be speech impaired, mm-hmm. they have different activities there at the park for them. And so that's one example. Mm-hmm. We have a historical walking tour in downtown Papillion, uh, the bleed Stop program that was brought to the high schools and stuff. And so there, it's just a vast array of opportunities, but their goal is also to leave a legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we usually have five or six of those every year. I love that. Yeah, so that adds up. That adds up. It does, you know, when you've been doing it for over twenty years. There's right. a lot of things that I can walk around town and say. Oh, that was a legacy project. That was a legacy project, yeah. and it's it, it, it's a neat program, very neat program. How so,
1: proud you must be!
0: Very proud. As you should be. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: I I will tell you, it's um, it's amazing. I will say the way that you run the chamber. Well, thank it's you. very impressive. Thank no, you. I mean that. So in our current economy, so our current economy is a little wonky. <laughs> I'm not sure that's a word. I'm going to call it wonky. I think it's a word. But we're going to... It is. It's wonky. It's, there's a lot of fear. So I'm sure that you're hearing fear. You know, there's fear of the unknown from members, from business owners. How do you combat that as a leader in your community?
0: Well, I think there's... Always opportunity for growth. And so good business leaders are kind of monitoring and constantly pivoting. And I'll give you a perfect example of an activity that the chamber did during COVID. Almost all the chambers across the state closed down. And we were having all these Zoom meetings and we were on phone calls every day, Zoom meetings every day with the community leaders schools open, not open. Are we different mandates and stuff? And so we were sharing that information and uh, the health department was a big part of it, but where did the chamber fit in, which goes for any business, where, where do we go when the businesses can only do takeout and stuff? And how can we, how can we all pivot? And so the chamber pivoted doing, we did a food drive. So we would pick a neighborhood in Serpe County and we would blast that neighborhood with social media and say, Hey, we're going to pick up food. Cause we knew all these people were getting laid off. The food yeah. pantry was having challenges. Our conference room was filled every single week with food that we delivered to five food pantries. Oh my After a month, three of them said, don't bring us any more food. You guys, would bring oh. us so much stuff. And one of the food pantries said, that in one month you brought us more food than we have got received in a year and so we shifted but mm-hmm. then in addition to that mm-hmm. some of our major corporations are like the federal government gave a lot of businesses this is before the PPPs came mm-hmm. out and stuff gave mm-hmm. that gave people a lot of rental assistance mm-hmm. and you know utility mm-hmm. assistance but nobody was really coming up with anything for the businesses So we raised almost $300,000 and we were able to give out grants uh, two times. And so many people were so grateful for being able to receive grant money. And then we found out kind of when everybody was back to business, a lot of the small businesses didn't have the money to do any marketing. So we went back out and we fundraised and we were able to help sponsor these businesses and offer them some marketing support that Mm -hmm. they wouldn't have been able to have to stay afloat and so i think we're continually seeing an employee shortage but we also people still are getting work but we also need to be very cautious on not adding too much work because you don't have the employees to do it and you Mm -hmm. also need to make sure that you're being very fiscally responsible with major purchases and expenses. And uh, people are tightening their bootstraps a little Mm -hmm. bit. We're seeing um, some of the donations for the nonprofits are maybe struggling a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we really encourage that businesses do not stop supporting the nonprofits because you have people that are working for you that need those benefits and you may not be aware. Um, And so, I mean, Those are things that we can come through our office is, hey, maybe our budget shifted a little bit. Karen, what is our best avenue for still community outreach or spending um, marketing dollars? Or how can we restructure and streamline some of that workload? Uh, Some people are turning down businesses because they don't have the employees. So I think that there's still a lot of opportunity. Nebraska tends to be uh, not hit as hard as a lot of the country mm-hmm. when it comes to tough economic times. We've seen that over yes. the many years, even yeah. know, A09, Nebraska stayed very strong. Oh. And we are seeing that today as well.
1: Not that some, some businesses and people don't feel it for sure. Um, right. But certainly not. You know, I was gonna ask, you know, why Sarpy County Chamber? And I mean, you've already mm-hmm. answered that 50 times over. Last question. What do you think of when you hear the word leadership?
0: service very good in a word yeah I believe that um, a good leader um, serves the people they work for and they serve yeah. the clientele base and they serve their community um, well yeah. I will tell you that uh, your people love you and you do that well <laughs> thank you, you do that well so they give me the opportunity yeah. I mean they give me the opportunity to help they give me are very open with things that they would like to see and stuff. And we take that seriously Mm -hmm. the staff do as well. There's some really interesting statistics, Um, you know, member you've talked a lot about your involvement with the chamber, but we have a lot of people that actually send us membership dues, but don't participate in the chamber. Some companies are utilizing the chamber just for community awareness. And I actually have some statistics. So for example, If you're a a chamber member of any chamber, Mm -hmm. so this is really important. It's not just the survey chamber, Mm -hmm. it's any chamber, 49% of consumers finding more favorably. I did write these down, so I had exact numbers. 78% creates more Mm -hmm. awareness within your opportunities for um, uh, getting new uh, clients. Uh, 68% you are looked at as having a better reputation and 80% of people will be more likely to purchase services, goods and services from you if you're a chamber member. So being part of a chamber is also part of being a supportive of a community. And so um, we had uh, Frank, who used to own Irwin's Jewel- jewelers, well, he's passed, but he owned it until he passed. He's like, Karen, we, we would go in and see him, you know, yeah. a couple of times here. He's like, you don't have to come see me. I'm just going to write you a check. And I'm, he's like, we support what you're doing now because you were there yeah. for us. And it's just like, well, we still want to come in and, you know, and now his daughter's running the company and we constantly go in and they're still supporting us. And, and so, um, Some people utilize it like yourself Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and then other people are using it because they know we're supporting. That's a
1: really good point. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that, you know, friends who are listening, watching, that's the point we're going to, we're going to land on is Mm -hmm. just, you know, to be a part of the chamber, to be a member, doesn't mean you have to go to this, that, and thus. Correct. Just be a member, gain the exposure, be supportive, and and i love those statistics thank you for bringing those because you know it didn't even dawn on me to think about how yeah. you're viewed as a professional or a business yes okay we're gonna yes we're gonna drop the mic on that we're gonna wrap this Wonderful. up uh thank you Karen. Yeah, thank you for Thanks having for me joining us it's what always
0: a, good to see you
1: what a treat okay guys that's a wrap i'm lynette aerosmith your host high trust professionals podcast hey do me a favor like, share, follow Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and let's not forget TikTok. See you next time.